Hi, welcome back to Rorick Nose Podcast. I'm Dr. Rod Rorick, board-certified plastic surgeon in Dallas, Texas, helping you become a better you. Well, let's talk about one of my favorite topics, rhinoplasty. And what's the hottest thing in rhinoplasty today is the different types of rhinoplasty. Structural precision rhinoplasty, which I do most frequently, or preservation rhinoplasty. So what is preservation rhinoplasty? So I think it's an important topic to talk about because people don't understand it. And is it a true preservation or is it a misnomer? And is it really different? So I get questions about that, not infrequently from my patients, so I'm going to answer them and give you my thoughts and where we are uh, with preservation rhinoplasty. So I think preservation rhinoplasty, just like all, all of rhinoplasty, it's, it's not a group event, but it's something that's very complicated. Rhinoplasty is probably the hardest procedure we do in all of plastic surgery. And, and, and of course, we teach it. This is our 41st year. We teach rhinoplasty. I've taught it to over 15,000 uh, surgeons around the world uh, in, in this meeting, and, our, and this meeting is coming up every March. So, you know, the key thing in, in anything that's complicated is if you really want to be good at it, you've got to take something complicated and make it simple. Albert Einstein told us that. So, and the most important thing in rhinoplasty is consistency. And you got to have these five Ps. But the most important of those is the passion, the positivity, and they'd be point-driven and focused in what you do to get the best results. So, consistency is the key in structural or precision rhinoplasty, as you can see from these patients. You have to be able to get good results. You have to do it by analyzing the nose. You've got to prepare the patient. You gotta be able to operate and get the result you want and deliver the best procedure you can interoperatively. And then you have to be critical of your of your experience and your self-analysis. And and I think that's very important. So if you don't remember that, you're gonna be condemned to repeat it. So so remember, is this a new technique or an old technique with new terminology? Because the old technique was called push down, let down. Now, that doesn't sound very sexy, does it? But the new one's called preservation. That sounds very sexy, but is that deceptive or a misnomer? Now, it's not new. If you ever, if you ever think you got something new, just go to the German literature or even the early American literature, 1901, 1914. Goodale and Lothrop described it. And then even Jakob Joseph, who's a very famous rhinoplasty surgeon from Germany, they all described some type of preservation rhinoplasty. But the modern champion was this uh, otolaryngologist called Maurice Cottle, and he talked about it a lot. And he said this was kind of the way to do it in the 40s and 50s, the push down where you're pushing the nasal bones down or the letdown where you're removing some of the nasal bones. So that's the push down, letdown. That's really the preservation rhinoplasty that we know today. It's just been, it's been actually reassessed and it's called dorsal preservation. But is it really something new? Well, you know, we've been through a lot of things in medicine and life. And in plastic surgery, I love this graph where you go from the zealot to the application and reality phase. So we have preservation rhinoplasty here, and we're taking it down to its reality phase. And it's happened in the past several years. And is it a really a new way of doing rhinoplasty? Well, not really. It's a refinement. And it is a refinement that has, just like other refinements, has a certain indication for it. So it is a refinement technique, and it's evolving, and it works. I mean, I do it in select patients that have straight noses that are primary rhinoplasties, and it works beautifully. But to becoming a master of 
preservation, you have to become a master of pre precision rhinoplasty, I believe. So rhinoplasty is the hardest thing we do. So if you want to really, really understand and do rhinoplasty, you have to really understand structural rhinoplasty, which means you have in my hands, I have to open the nose, I have to take a look at the anatomy, I have to look at it, systematically approach it, and restore it and, and preserve the ligaments and really give you the shape and contour you want to your nose. So, so again, dorsal preservation is really push down, let down. Push down, let down. That's really what it is. You're pushing down the nasal pyramid, you're letting down or removing some of the, of the bones, so that's how you get your result. And there are many different ways of doing it. There's, you can do it with a high strip, and I'm gonna be very, very simplistic here because our viewers are gonna be people that just wanna understand this technique and aren't, aren't necessarily rhinoplasty experts, but you take a little bit of the, the high septum off, leave the dorsum intact, and then you, you can correct it, or you can go to the middle of the septum, which is the midline structure of the nose, or you can go to the bottom, which is a little more complicated to give you the, the, cor the correction you want. So these are all good things to do, but is it truly preservation? I think it's a misnomer because you really have to understand the septum because you can weaken it and potentially cause problems for the future if you're not careful. So. And these are some of the complications that I think people need to know about, and and certainly they, they can happen. And I've seen several of these, uh, especially these saddle deformities and radix step-offs in patients that I've seen uh, that have come to my practice. Some of them have come from experts in, in preservation rhinoplasty. So the key is you got to avoid patients that have significant septal deviation, a low radix, secondary cases, and. And you know those are probably the most important ones. And and the other things that really are important, and, and Dr. Gotzel, who's from Turkey, uh, talked about these things. And really, the blocking points are preventing you from having success. And there's there are several of them, and I'm not going to go through them, but there's about seven of them that you really need to understand as a plastic surgeon, as a rhinoplastic surgeon, if you really want a good good results. And that's very important to do, and that's why we've written about it, and I think it's important. And in my experience, I try and select patients that have a good strong septum, not a big septal deviation, but that have good dorsal aesthetic lines, and, uh, and I like it in those cases. And then you can do a high septal strip or one that, that is in the middle septum for bigger dorsal deviations, and then if you really have significant deviations, you can do what's called the low septal strip, which is a significantly different operation to do. And and so, this is one of the first patients I did, and you know she has uh, nice dorsal aesthetic lines, a dorsal hump, and so I did a mid septal strip on her, and you can see I brought her dorsum. I mean, I'm going to bring her dorsum down, and I did a structural tip to her nose, and here she's almost a year out, and you can see she looks better improved. Is it better than a precision rhinoplasty? Probably not, but it looks good. I mean, she's very happy with it, and, and she has got a smooth, straight dorsum, and it looks, it looks fine. Um, so, but pick your patients carefully. Now, here's another high septal strip, really bulbous tip, wide dorsum. Again, I did a high septal strip. I brought it down, shaped it, contoured in place, and gave her a nice dorsum, a nice tip. Really looks good, and I think that's really, you know, a nice type of result. Another one, the mid-septal, mid-dorsal strip. Again, high dorsal hump, brought it down, did a letdown procedure. Here she is at about a year post-op, shape and contours, nice, good contour shaping, and it looks good. 
And these are highly selected patients, probably less than 5% of the patients I do um, annually today. But it's a very good minimally invasive way to do this surgery. Another high septal strip patient, deviated nose, dorsum with the bulbous tip, droopy nasal tip. I fixed that with a structural approach. But again, done high septal strip, a push down. And here she is just to show you at 10 days. Uh, she looks quite good at 10 days, but does she look any different or better than a structural rhinoplasty? Probably not, but she looks good at 10 days. She's got nice shape and contour. We brought her tip up, reshaped it, gave her nice structural support. And of course, she, she looks almost that way at, at a year as well. So, so how does that differ from what I do every day or most of the time? And that's called component dorsum. And I described that technique uh, quite some time ago, almost 20 years ago. And really, it's, a, it's important to differentiate these two. And you can also preserve the upper laterals. You can restore it and refine the dorsal aesthetic lines. And I think that's called a component dorsum. And, and the goal is to get nice dorsal, smooth dorsal aesthetic lines. And I think that's really important to do. And can you maintain these long term? Of course, this is a, this is a component dorsum that I uh, described and do every day. And I think she looks quite good at, at 10 years. She has a straight dorsum and beautiful dorsal aesthetic lines. So. These are the ways that I do it. And again, this is not a surgery talk other than just to give you an idea of how you can use structural or precision rhinoplasty to restore the dorsum. And you can do that with all of these different varieties, release, resect, rasp, and restore. And this is a very powerful thing to do. And all you're doing is tensioning that dorsal shape after you've taken it down. And I think that's the power of this. And there are many different ways of doing this component dorsum, with sutures, with flaps, or grafts. And, and this just gives you an idea of how to do that, where you're using structural support of the own tissue. So it's really preserving the upper laterals, and I think that's really important. So you have a guy, a guy like this that's got a pretty wide dorsum, asymmetric dorsum, low radix, and you're going to take it and you're going to reshape it, his dorsum by tensioning his upper laterals. A little different concept, but does it give you a good result? I think it's an excellent result. At 13 years, you can have nice, beautiful shape and contour. Looks great. Shape and contour is excellent. And he's got a nice, straight, smooth dorsum, very masculine, looks nice, shape and contour is good. And even in a thick-skinned dorsum, you can do the same principles. You can apply these types of principles. And of course, I wouldn't do a preservation on this patient. She's got a wide, deviated dorsum with a dorsal hump. Of course not. But I did a structural support, tensioning of the upper laterals, closed the dead space, did all of those things, and the foundation for this was a structural precision rhinoplasty with spreader flaps. I tensioned the dorsum down. I, I brought the tip up with a structure called a septal extension graft and shaped it. And this is how we do this, this septal extension graft with the patient's own cartilage. You're then putting together the tip, reshaping it, showing the nice tensioning of this beautiful tip as you're going along. And then you're getting the four-point tip suturing technique that is so important to do, and you're gonna get this ideal tip structure that you want in everybody, and you can then straighten it, you can evert the lower laterals, you can get the cartilage higher, you can get a nice diamond ship tape, diamond ship tip, and that's really what you want. So here she is at over a year, a year out, and you can see she's got a beautiful dorsum, nice tip, shaping and contour is beautiful. She's been transformational. Every time I see her, she gives me a big, big hug. She said, you've changed my life. 
and she's beautiful. Now her nose matches her beautiful face. You can do that with thin skin patients as well as this patient that's got an over projecting tip and dorsum. We did the same type of technique except we set her tip back. You know, using uh, component dorsum, we brought her spreader graft, spreader flaps down, brought it down, shaped it, contoured it, reshaped and closed the dead space here. She is over a year post-op giving you a nice structural tip dorsum. And again, it looks nice, it looks natural, and that's what you want in rhinoplasty. You want a natural looking nose. And this is a precision rhinoplasty nose. And then these are all the types of patients you can do. And even in patients that have a big nose, big deviation, like in this patient, she's uh, tall, but she's got a very deviated nose, very thin skin nose. This is the type of patient that's ideal for spreader grafts. These are these little uh, grafts that you put on either side of the septum after you take the dorsal bump down, reshape it, straighten the nose, and you can get a beautiful shape and contour to her nose. You can see she's got an elegant face, an elegant nose that match her beautiful face, and that's really what you want to do in this patient. You want to use the power of component dorsal reduction to give you the result you want. And I think that looks beautiful in this patient. And even in patients like this that have a very wide dorsal setting lines, this is not a candidate for a preservation rhinoplasty because she's got a really not, doesn't have a good dorsal setting lines. They're wide, they're asymmetric, and of course, this is the type of patient that you want to uh, take the medial, uh, narrow the medial nasal bones and also do out, out fracture laterally. So you're really closing and narrowing her gap and really shaping her nasal tip to match her dorsum. And that's exactly what we did here. We, we actually brought her nasal pyramid together and also reshaped her dorsum. And she looks beautiful. And she's over five years post-op here. She's got a nice, beautiful dorsum and tip and shape. And that's really what you want. So can you do that at seven years? You can see she's got a beautiful shape dorsum to her. And it really looks fantastic. And that's really what you want. You want the nose to match their face. And, and that's really what you want to do. So. I would say preservation rhinoplasty is an excellent technique. It's got to have very specific indications, careful patient selection. I like it. I like it in these select patients that have don't, don't have that have very uh, good dorsal aesthetic lines already, strong dorsum that has good septal width. And I think the key thing in mastering anything in rhinoplasty is you have to understand the anatomy, understand the principles, and then do it structurally first to see how you can do it safely and get a reproducible result. So in conclusion, I would say that preservation rhinoplasty is an excellent technique. And it parallels precision rhinoplasty very well to give you incredible results. And it's certainly something that we need to include in our armamentarium and our teaching of our rhinoplasty surgeons and fellows and residents today. And of course, just like anything else, we await long-term results and experience to show how it works and when it works. And, and you must know before you go. And just a, a word here is that when you're doing rhinoplasty, always find a true rhinoplasty expert, somebody that's got the experience, the expertise, and that can give you excellent, exceptional results in a reproducible manner, whether it's precision or, or precision or, or preservation rhinoplasty. So hopefully this was very helpful to you to help you understand 
preservation rhinoplasty versus precision rhinoplasty. And please give me your comments and thoughts uh, to help you become a better you, a more informed you as you seek out someone uh, to uh, do your rhinoplasty or any other facial cosmetic procedures. Enjoy and look forward to seeing you at our next episode of Roik Nose Podcast.